Hi, this is Peter Schwartz, public address announcer for the Cosmos, and you're listening to the First Team Podcast. Hello, Cosmos Country. Welcome back to another edition of First Team Podcast. I'm your host, John Frashante. The New York Cosmos have played the final match in the NPSL Members Cup with a 7-0 victory over Napa Valley 1839 FC. And there's a lot of question marks around the New York Cosmos, around the 2020 season, Will there be a 2020 season for the boys in green? And um, I'm hoping for a 2020 season. And I don't want to see the Cosmos go on a hiatus or play in another amateur league because that's not the level for our New York Cosmos. And I know I talked about this last week, but I do have an email from Mark Viquez that I will read out. The main topic on this week's episode is reviewing the 2019 season in the MPSL and looking ahead of course, to the future of our New York Cosmos. Here is the email from Mark Viquez, and I want to thank Mark for sending in his message here on our website, firstteampod.com. Here is Mark's email. This seems like the most logical choice, and the Cosmos will play with strong clubs in Oakland, Miami, Detroit, and Chattanooga, but this has to get done soon, and perhaps a shift back to Brooklyn for more home matches. He's talking about Nisa there. He says, however, what makes anyone sure this league will succeed? So let's start with that question. And he does have a point, and I don't know if a lot of people are talking about this, is that for the New York Cosmos, that's our only place to play professional soccer in the United States or in a league that is sanctioned by the U.S. Soccer Federation, if they let us in, right? But how do we know... There's no guarantees, but how do we know that NISA is the best league? How do we know that they will succeed? And I guess the answer is that we don't know that they would succeed. People might say that the NASL should have been successful, but it just wasn't successful because of the U.S. Soccer Federation desanctioning the league. And then Cosmos haters and independent soccer or NASL um, haters would come back and say, well, you didn't have a certain amount of clubs in uh, different regions throughout the country. And maybe you're right, right? But the U.S. Soccer Federation, they shouldn't hurt leagues, right? Even if they're not following the PLS standard by standard, right? They have clubs. They're paying decent wages for players. They're not bothering the ecosystem of U.S. soccer, just because they don't have 12 teams in their sixth season. And that's why Rocco is arguing that in court, or his lawyer is, the NASL's lawyer, Jeffrey Kessler, is arguing and should be arguing that in court because the PLS doesn't make sense. Because if you have five to 10 clubs doing well, and then U.S. Soccer comes and says, well, you need to have 12 clubs in your sixth season, 
or you need to have a certain amount of clubs. But if they are owned by someone who has enough money to be successful and they're doing well in their market, I'll give you the example. Oakland Roots Soccer Club of NISA, they've drawn so far over 5,000 people, I believe, this past weekend. They've drawn 5,000 people. Imagine that. It's not even the full NISA season. It's called the NISA Showcase. I believe it's the platform, and so they go to the spring season. Yeah, NISA as a league, to me, seems pretty iffy. It seems unknown territory, uncharted waters. But for the New York Cosmos, that's the only place we have, that's the only league we can call home to play professional soccer. So I think a lot of Cosmos fans are holding on to that possibility because they want to play against like-minded clubs on and off the field. I don't want to see a 2020 season in the MPSL, and we probably won't see that because last week the Cosmos announced through FrontRowSoccer.com and the Cosmos spokesperson that the Cosmos are not going to participate in the MPSL in 2020. So that's good news on the Cosmos front, but I hope the Cosmos have a place to land in 2020. So to answer your question, Mark, what makes anyone sure this league, which is NISA, will succeed? There's no guarantees in life. And yeah, the Cosmos need a place to play in 2020. So I guess we have to take it one day at a time, really, and um, hope that the Cosmos do get um, accepted into the league and U.S. Soccer accepts them as well. Um, because the deadline is November 1st. Hopefully Rocco submits the paperwork and the Cosmos management submit the paperwork within the next couple of days because the deadline is November 1st. I believe the NISA commissioner said that there might be the possibility of an extension, um, so we will have you covered on that front. Mark went on to say in his email, Philadelphia went on a hiatus after an 8-1 loss, and shouldn't there be a few new expansion sites added by now. And Mark, when you put it like that, that Philadelphia played one game, got beat 8-1, and then they go on hiatus. They go on a hiatus. And then Providence and Connecticut, they haven't released a logo. They probably haven't released any other information. Do they have any fans? And that's where I compare NISA to the UPSL, right? The UPSL Decent league, let's say, right? They're a decent league at the semi-pro level, right? Cheap expansion fees compared to the NPSL. I believe it has been reported that the UPSL expansion fee, I think, is five grand or something like that. And then you have the NPSL, I think it's about 15 to 20 grand as an expansion fee, or 20 grand and five grand each year. So two different businesses. The reason why I compare NISA to the UPSL is because as a professional league, you shouldn't have these uncertainties around your league. And I know they're a brand new league. This is their first year. This is their first season. And I understand that. But when you have fans or possible fans that want to get into your league and they pull up these information and then they say, hey, Philadelphia played one game, lost 8-1, went on a hiatus. There's no information from Providence and Connecticut. They haven't released the logo. And then you have Cosmos fans thinking, we want to 
join this league, but we pray and we hope that it's not chaos. It's not a unsuccessful league because the Cosmos need a home for the long term. Is that Nisa? I'm not sure. And I guess that's why we need to take this one day at a time because soccer in this country is changing every day. Sports is an ever-changing industry. So I don't think we can sit here and say Nisa is going to be our 10-year plan or our 15-year plan for the New York Cosmos. Do we hope that? Maybe. But I think a lot of people's 10- to 20-year plan for U.S. soccer most likely involves promotion and relegation. But right now, the Cosmos, I believe, need to create a structure or need to forge our way forward so we could be successful and we won't have a question mark around the New York Cosmos season to season. Mark continued in his email writing on the USL Championship, the United Soccer League Championship. He said, why would you not want the New York market represented in the league? Well, uh, Mark, um, I don't know if it's that they don't want the New York market. I think they don't want the New York Cosmos. I guess they're close to Major League Soccer, and uh, I just think they don't want the New York Cosmos. I think they've came out and said that. I don't know if they said that officially, but yeah, I believe I've been told that the USL doesn't want the New York Cosmos, and I don't think the Cosmos want the USL either. Um, So I just think it's a business thing behind the scenes. They don't want the Cosmos. Um, I don't think it would hurt the USL because, like I said on uh, an episode before, they only have the New York Red Bulls reserve team. So it's not it's not a massive deal. It's not a big deal in the New York market to add another New York team, right? It's not going to hurt anyone. Um, but the USL, they don't want the New York Cosmos. And even as a Cosmos fan, I don't want the USL either because they have very tight uh, franchise agreements and a lot of rules, right? Maybe even as close as Major League Soccer. In the USL, and this might not affect the New York Cosmos because we would never join Major League Soccer, but there are clubs out there that join USL that want to join Major League Soccer. So they pay a couple million dollars as the expansion fee to join USL. If their club is selected to be an expansion club in Major League Soccer, then they need to pay the United Soccer League, the USL, an upwards moving fee. So I don't know what this figure looks like, but if I had to take a guess, I would think probably high six figures, maybe a couple million dollars to join Major League Soccer. So it's a couple hundred million dollars or maybe more as the Major League Soccer expansion fee. And then you have the upwards moving fee. So USL is a very insane league and I would never want the Cosmos to be a part of that. Mark went on to talk about the Cosmopolitan Soccer League, which is a New York City amateur league. He says, not a chance. It's an amateur league that is played in the parks in the New York City market. Yeah, it is. Um, I remember I went to a CSL match in Staten Island, New York, and and I'm not lying on this one, but I wanted to see a match, and um, the coach from one of the teams, he got so mad that his players weren't listening to what he was saying, that the coach of one of the teams went into the match and was playing. So it's not a professional league. I wouldn't even call it a semi-pro league. It's straight amateur. It's straight Sunday league. And that's not the level the Cosmos should be playing in. The Cosmos should most likely not be playing in the MPSL 
And like I said, they're not going to play in the MPSL in 2020. Where will the Cosmos call home in 2020? I hope it's Nisa or another professional league, but we have to wait and see on that front. And we have you covered here on firstteampod.com. Everything's changing every single week, and um, hopefully things get sorted out. Hopefully before Thanksgiving or before Christmas time, before the new year, because uh, there needs to be some planning in this behind the scenes. Because you don't want the Cosmos joining NISA and then, oh, we're playing at uh, Mitchell Complex because we didn't have enough time to find a stadium or we didn't have enough time to sell tickets or we didn't have enough time to sell enough sponsorships. There needs to be enough time to uh, build out the club behind the scenes, the front office staff, and add a professional staff in the office as well because that's what any professional team would definitely need. To finish off his email, he said that on EFL League 2, why not have the Cosmos travel across the pond to play teams in England as they move its way up the ladder in the Premiership? I don't think that would ever happen uh, because the Cosmos are a U.S. soccer club. Um, They play in the United States, and I would never see England... Uh, taking the Cosmos on board, regardless of how big the brand is, right? And lastly, he mentioned the Canadian Premier League. He said all the Cosmos would have to do is move the club to Quebec City, New Brunswick, or London, Ontario. He went on to finish off and talking about indoor soccer. Maybe the team could play in the old Nassar Coliseum. Or maybe go independent, he said. Uh, just host a bunch of friendlies against international clubs at the Meadowlands. Oops, it was already done in 1985, never mind. So, yeah, those are some options, uh, but I don't think the Cosmos will play in the USL Championship. I don't think they will play in the EFL League 2 in England. That would definitely not happen. The Cosmopolitan Soccer League, hopefully that won't happen. The Canadian Premier League, I believe at one point that was a possibility or the Cosmos were looking into it. The Canadian Premier League, is only for Canadian clubs, Canadian players, Canadian teams, and not for U.S. states and U.S. clubs that are close to Canada, right? So we need to understand that and appreciate that and respect that. But then people say, well, Major League Soccer, they have a Canada clubs. They have Canadian clubs in Montreal Impact, Vancouver Whitecaps. But we have Canadian clubs, Canadian teams, in most of our normal, traditional American sports. So I guess it comes with the territory. But when it comes to soccer, they're their own league. They're doing their own thing in their own country. And we need to respect that. So when I come back from the break, I will talk about the future of our New York Cosmos. Take some comments from Facebook. Come to the First Team Podcast this fall. Stakeholders Roundtable. Here are five unique episodes. Five different conversations with five different stakeholders in the New York City area. All on one main topic. The current state of U.S. soccer. Hear from soccer players, agents, league management, and many more unique conversations all on a new series coming this fall to First Team Podcast called Stakeholders Roundtable. For more information and details on when you can hear these new episodes, check out firstteampod.com. That is firstteampod.com. Welcome back to First Team Podcast. The New York Cosmos, they finished the MPSL Members' Cup season with 20 points, second place 
In first place was Detroit City FC, and they won the MPSL Members Cup Championship. And I guess this is the only uh, Members Cup campaign, competition, whatever you want to call it, that we will see, uh, I guess, in modern-day NPSL history um, because this was supposed to be, a, um, I guess, a platform to a full professional season in the NPSL, but there has been ups and downs. I believe it's been with player insurance issues, and that's why we have Detroit City FC, Chattanooga FC, Michigan Stars FC, all joining NISA, and then you're left with uh, Napa Valley and the Torrent. So that's two teams out of six. Um, and the Cosmos, their future is up in the air. We posted on Facebook on First Team Pod. Give us a follow. Um, we posted, sending your thoughts on the 2019 season and the future of the New York Cosmos. Jason F. replied and said, another season of treading water with a B team that has no direction. There is talent that is of a higher level. They cruise through a great regular season, and lately they fall short in crunch time. If Rocco can only spend on the Cosmos instead of buying Fiorentina, it would be a game changer. The world would take notice with some star power. I'm going to pick this comment apart. So another season of treading water with a B team that has no direction. Fair enough. We are a B team. There is talent of a higher level. We can understand that. They cruise through the regular season because we're playing against amateur players, college players that don't have enough experience or don't have higher level of playing in professional soccer. And then when the games actually matter, the club falls apart. The team falls apart. This is just my opinion, but I feel like the players that have been around for the past couple of seasons when the Cosmos were in the NESL, they probably go into these matches thinking that we're better than the opponent. We played in the NASL against great talent, and they probably think that we shouldn't be in this league. We shouldn't be playing it in the Members' Cup. But it's not because of our actions on the field that got us here. It's because of the actions off the field with the U.S. Soccer Federation, with the stakeholders of U.S. Soccer that got us to where we are today. But the Cosmos, they definitely need to take their actions and take their future into their own hands and work hard to find an opportunity is that nisa is that carving out our own space somewhere in 2020 if rocco can only spend on the cosmos instead of buying fiorentina it would be a game changer i think you have a point jason but i don't think rocco was going to spend on the cosmos if there's no promotion and relegation maybe build a stadium Maybe buy some decent players, but you're not going to attract star players in their prime to lower division soccer. Even if you're in Nisa, right? You're not going to sign a star player. Maybe until he's later on in his career. That's why they signed Raul and Marco Senna. They still gave a lot to the brand, to the club. Marco Senna was there since day one from the reboot season. And won a couple of championships and really represented the brand and the badge very well. But I don't see Rocco investing in Fiorentina as, oh, he's not going to invest in the New York Cosmos. I think he's waiting for the lawsuit. I think 
100%. He's waiting for the lawsuit. And if the NASL win the lawsuit, if the NASL win the lawsuit, then I think that's when things change. And that's when we're going to see the game change in the country. And I think that's when you're going to see rich people that are currently investing in U.S. soccer, in clubs in U.S. soccer, a.k.a. Rocco Camiso, Ricardo Silva, you can name them. They have money to spend. They have money to burn, right? Rocco is a billionaire. He has a lot of money that he probably wants to get rid of. He wants to spend. He wants to have an interest in something. And that's why he invested in Fiorentina is because there is no politics off the field. He could spend as much money as he wants within financial fair play and no one's holding him back. The Italian Federation is not holding him back. They're not saying Fiorentina shouldn't be in Serie A. But in in U.S. soccer, that's what the U.S. Soccer Federation are doing. They're saying the Cosmos shouldn't be playing professional soccer. They should be playing in the MPSL. But that's only because the MPSL and amateur soccer is not sanctioned by the U.S. Soccer Federation, but instead they're sanctioned by the United States Adult Soccer Association. And we need to be thankful for that because if U.S. soccer controlled the whole pyramid, semi-pro amateur and professional soccer, then the Cosmos would truly not have a place to play at all. I think the New York Cosmos need to make a big decision. What do they do in 2020? Because until U.S. soccer fully realizes what they're doing in this country, um, maybe by not interfering with USL or Major League Soccer with their bully tactics, they're harming the game, right? By USL saying, we don't want the New York Cosmos or we don't want that person. By USL and Major League Soccer controlling the highest levels of the U.S. soccer pyramid, that's not great. Because what we have in the U.S. soccer pyramid is that we have private businesses operating different levels, different divisions of U.S. soccer that don't all have the best interest for this sport in this country. They have their league's best interest, their club's best interest. No one's working for the future of U.S. soccer. Everyone's working for their own interests. Across the world, you have investors investing millions and millions and millions of dollars into their clubs, into their stadiums. They still care and worry and think about their club that they're investing in, that they own. And they root for that team week to week. But they still care for soccer in their country. They still care for soccer in their town, in their region, in that continent. They want it to be the best. They want to make a lot of money for their league, for their country. But in U.S. soccer, it's the other way around. It's like no one cares. And I think that's why a lot of people hate the New York Cosmos hate the Cosmos fans because it's like us against the world. It's like the Cosmos against the U.S. Soccer Federation. And we are this big club. We are this big brand. But we're always the outsiders. We never really feel a part of U.S. soccer. Probably no one does. Because U.S. soccer, as a federation, they don't really represent anyone. They represent people with deep pockets. They want the sport to be great and successful for the people at the top of the pyramid, but not so great 
for the lower divisions. But they need to understand that most of the country is made up of lower division clubs, right? Because of the PLS, lower division clubs or clubs from smaller towns and small cities never have a chance at professional soccer. And that's why the MPSL is a very important league for those markets or regional leagues are very important for those markets. Once the PLS is struck down, then you will definitely see those small markets, those small towns have an opportunity to be successful at a higher level, have more people come into their town, spending money in their area. And that's when we will see the sport be elevated in the United States. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of First Team Podcast. I really appreciate it. I really want to see the New York Cosmos find a professional league to play in in 2020. Hopefully that's NISA because that seems like the only possible league, the only possible opportunity that the Cosmos can be a part of in 2020. And there has been conversations with Cosmos management and uh, the NISA commissioner. So it seems like there has been previous conversations. There has been some previous um, discussions on that front. So it seems pretty positive. So I hope the Cosmos can make some progress on that front with a NISA application deadline at November 1st. So the deadline is approaching very fast. I hope the Cosmos can get their things together pretty quickly, submit that application, and let's see the Cosmos play in NISA in 2020. So thanks for listening to this week's episode of First Team Podcast. I really appreciate it. I would like to thank Jason F. and Mark for sending in their um, emails and responses to our posts on social media and our calls to actions on our weekly episodes. Coming soon, the First Team Podcast is Stakeholders Roundtable, so stay tuned for that one. It should be very, very exciting. So thanks for listening to this week's episode of First Team Podcast. You can always email the show at firstteampod at gmail.com. Check out our website, firstteampod.com. That is firstteampod.com. If you're sending your thoughts via social media, Twitter, or Facebook at First Team Pod, I will read out your thoughts on next week's episode of First Team Podcast. So we are in the off-season at the moment, so we will have interesting content coming up. We will have Season 1 of Stakeholders Roundtable coming real soon. Um, So that would take up the next couple of weeks, so I hope you guys enjoy that one. Um, So thanks for tuning into this week's episode. I really appreciate it. And as always... Let's go, New York Cosmos. Yeah, just want to give a shout out to the five points. The Borough Boys, the Benadol Cosmos, and the Cross Island yeah. crew. Uh, yeah, it's New York, street and white. What we believe you see and fight. Indeed, it seems to be achieving. See, we do and did it right. Cosmo country loving, we above them. I'm just saying. All those lovely somethings come and see it and I'm playing. The fact of it is, the rap from here, attacks, hash, and bliss. Reacts, tap, and we win. So fast, racking them in. Whether it's stacking the wing, holding back to the through the mid, cutting the seams. It seems we see anything to be. We got a ball and a dream. Got a ball and a dream. We do. I'm new, it's true. Fact, you grow down for you, no doubt they do. Surrounding you with bad views. Like shouting cues aloud to you without them dudes. Around my crews, I'll track the past, no excuse. Each session a lesson, it's not about perfection. The work's the test and F's connected like a method. Not breathless after training, something's gotta be corrected. Rushing and acceleration at the start's the most suggested. Infected with greatness, potential is spacious. Out the world, just face it. The work becomes contagious. Some may say we made it, but now we've just begun. Sorry if you hate it, because I can tell you that I'm far from done.